This is the Kona Edge, the home of Ironman triathletes who dream of qualifying for the World Championships on the Big Island. You're listening to the Kona Edge. I'm Brad Brown, and uh, we head back to the Big Apple, to New York City, to chat some nutrition with Steve Day. Steve, welcome back on. Thanks for, for joining us today. Good to be back, Brad. Steve, let's talk about your nutrition. And, and one of the things you said to me in our first chat, I think it was, that uh, the, the the thing about Ironman and making the step up from a half to a full is tying all the pieces together and and uh, getting your pacing right and, 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 and all that sort of thing. But nutrition is also one of the big things you need to make the step up from a half to a full. Uh, it, it can go horribly wrong if you don't get it right. Uh, yes, and it's gone horribly wrong for me as well past um when i think about nutrition I, I i look beyond race day as well so i'm into in 16 again i made a lot of little changes which you know on their own maybe didn't add up to much but when you add them all together you know they then become uh you know they, they then lead to, to to big improvements and one of those was my my diet i never had a bad diet but it was probably a little carb heavy um so i i tried without going overboard to be more you know fat adapted um so a lot more healthy fat uh again whether that helped on on race day i don't know um but i certainly added more more protein and and, and more healthy fats into my diet um race day itself i'm pretty good on hot days because i can just drink gatorade uh that's not 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 a problem for me i think i had i probably had three three and a half bottles per hour on the bike at kona um, so I can just drink that stuff. Um, I don't feel good drinking, you know, three bowls an hour, but I, but I can just drink it. Where I where I've struggled in the past is on colder days. Uh, so I, I did uh, Ironman Muskoka, um, the one year they had it in 2015, and I was mixing gels and Gatorade, and it was just an absolute disaster. Uh, I had absolutely terrible stitch getting off the bike, and my race just went downhill uh, then on. So. I, I, I've had the really bad days. You know, I've had the days where, where you've had to walk um, as a result of, of getting the nutrition wrong. So you've really got to find out what works for you. Uh, and I figured out at Lake Placid that, you know, I can take the concentrate, you know, the, the, the one bottle stuff as long as I have a lot of water with that. But it's taken me several years to, to figure that out uh, for, the, for the cooler races. It, it's quite interesting that, and it, you, you've almost got to have plan A, but you've got to have plan B too. Like you say, it, it could be a cold day and you, you've got to be able to adjust on the fly. And, and often people don't. They, they almost set the timer that you've got to do this every 20 minutes. You've got to do that every hour. Uh, and sometimes you, you, you can mess things up by being that rigid. Uh, absolutely. And that happened to me in my first time on in 13, actually. I, I, again, I'd gone for the, 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 you know, the, the concentrate, um, Few, few bumpy roads uh, at the time around Lake Placid, so I lost that and then had to start taking um, the nutrition from the course. And I didn't really have a plan. Uh, I was just kind of trying to do the math in my head about what I needed. But again, I was mixing gels and Gatorade, and those two just don't mix for me. Uh, so you, you've got to have plan A, but you've also got to have plan B as well. You, you talk about practicing it and getting it right it, it's tough when you're not doing these sort of races every weekend you you don't get many opportunities in a year to to test things out how how drastically do you make changes or do you just tweak little things here and there and, and see what works yeah i i'm, I'm uh, i would prefer 
to tweak rather than just completely changing the strategy. So, you know, I've learned, for example, I can now take gels and water. I just can't take gels and Gatorade. And it's just, you know, I've learned on race day, but I've also learned through just trying to replicate that, that nutrition on my longer rides as well. Um, and, and for the hotter rides, you know, I, I've done three, three and a half hours on even four hours on a trainer, which is pretty taxing mentally. But it's, it's a great opportunity just, just, just to test that, that hot course nutrition. Just keep drinking the, you know, the, 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 the course nutrition, uh, on your trainer. Uh, and just keep practicing taking that amount of volume because it's a lot of volume. You know, you're drinking three 20 ounce bottles of Gatorade every hour. That's a lot. Uh, and you, and I think, you know, like you train everything else, I think you've got to train your stomach as well. Um, but it's just the nutrition is, is so important uh, in Ironman. So, so important. And, and people overlook it. Without a doubt, and and uh, I'm interested. You you said you changed your your diet slightly, a couple of tweaks, more healthy fats this year. From a recovery point of view, do you do anything special from a nutrition point of view to to help your body recover quicker? Uh, not really. I've I've, so I've always had a pretty healthy diet. Um, I, I just think I perhaps you know overemphasize the carbs a little bit. Uh, but no, no not particularly from. Um, as far as recovery is concerned, I'll, I'll do what most people will do, which is you know have. Have a you know a bit of carbs and a bit of protein, a healthy meal you know within an hour, and then just uh, and and just get an early night. Um, I am pretty good on the sleep. I need eight hours. If I don't get eight hours, then I can, I can certainly feel the impact when I'm training next door. So uh, you know the ability to sleep is just so important for sure. Yeah, and and that's something that's often under un, under sort of uh, un, underrated. I think it's probably the wrong word, but but what I mean by it is people don't really realize the importance of it, and 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 what. You, your sleep or, or sleep patterns can tell you about your training. I mean, one of the, 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 the sort of key signs that you're overtraining is also struggling to fall asleep. If you are, if you are battling to sleep, uh, you, you could be pushing yourself too hard with the, uh, with, with the stress, uh, hormones and, and, and that sort of thing. So sleep is, is vital. Yeah, for sure. And it's counterintuitive. You would expect, you know, after a really hard work, workout to be able to sleep. If you can't, sleep because you have you know all that kind of cortisol and you know washing around the body and your hormones are going crazy it's your body basically saying you know you either need to recover a little more um or which generally involves getting more sleep um but yeah it you know if you're not sleeping uh, it probably means that you're you're starting to starting to overreach Absolutely. Well, Steve, thank you so much for your time today here on the Cone Edge. Much appreciated. Uh, we look forward to to following your progress and uh, seeing how you go in your your race in 2017 with the goal to go back to the Big Island in 2018. Yes, Brad, it's been a pleasure. Thanks. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Nutrition is key to put in world-class performances. Register now for our upcoming free online nutrition seminar on the KonaEdge.com slash nutrition seminar.